Wait, uh, I'm back here at Midnight Marinera. I'm feeling a little adventurous today. I've gone over the Grand Night Special. I would like to move on to the Man with the Cane Special, if that's all right with you. <laughs> no. What's so funny? I just want. I just. I want my. I want my pasta, please. No. Why we're, not? We're fresh out of pasta. <laughs> what? <laughs> How? Are... <laughs> Why do you think the pasta shade isn't here? He's driving out to pick up more bales of pasta. Oh, that's right. In his um, in his convertible doom buggy, I believe. Right. I think. Take him. I think his Doom Buggy is in the shop. I think he was taking his alternate vehicle, which I believe is an unmarked white van. Oh, he was. Oh. It says free <laughs> pasta on the side. It's like painted on. <laughs> Wearing his uh, creepy 40-year-old dude with... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Hold on. A uh, 35-year-old dude with beard. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yes, that's the one. Hmm. I remember now. <laughs> Slimy knows I'm making fun of him now. Hmm. <laughs> I'm glad that you think I'm 35, though. <laughs> oh, you're... No, wait, that's right. You're 10 years older than I am. <sighs> Can I have my pasta now? <laughs> <laughs> no, shut up. Okay. Yes, it is true. David King is not here. I have taken over the show from him again. again. And away from DP, too. Fuck DP. <laughs> Well, what are you talking about? I'm right here. <laughs> it's me, David. No, I'm David. No, I'm David. No, I'm, I'm David. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you've come here to fight me for Kayla. <laughs> oh, I've come here to fight for Kayla. <laughs> That's it. We no. are having a freestyle rap battle. <laughs> no, you idiot. I just can't. <laughs> he can't rap. He can write, but... Nope. Yo, undercooked analysis might <laughs> leave you with fear paralysis. You got served. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David's going to oh. hate what we've done with his character after he hears this. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, this is a wonderful so, uh, gift. Are we reading a story or no? I don't. I don't think we are. <laughs> first, we gotta introduce who we are. Right. Yeah, who wants to go first? Um, I'll start because I'm I'm the host of this. Yes. Uh, my name Whatever. is. Kate... <laughs> Whatever. Uh, no, ladies first, assholes. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> age. I would say age before beauty, but. Hmm. <laughs> We all know that we, the most we, beautiful we, one here. We all yeah. know that we all know that uh, that goes to Nick Barbera. He's the <laughs> with his curly red hair. <laughs> Just the one. Just, Just the one. The... <laughs> <laughs> Looks like baby Herman. <laughs> hey, what do you gotta say about it? You got the IQ of a rental. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. It's just it's the truth. Which is not, of course. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. I can't do a breathy, sexy voice. Sorry about that. 
post in the comments if you think that was a perfect breathy sexy voice. Which one, uh, Jessica Rabbit or Baby Herman? Paul. <laughs> okay. All okay. right. Uh, Hi, I am Kayla Berry. I am the producer of Midnight Marinara. So there. And I have not one, but two guests for this. First off, he is made of slime. He is a beast in the bedroom. Slime beast, everybody. Wow. <laughs> I don't know who you've been talking to, but keep <laughs> talking to them. <laughs> Well, now we know. I was going to turn it around and pretend you were introducing Nick, but then I was like, nope, I'm taking that. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I'm just like, well, I wouldn't say that, but, you know. And then we have the another part of creepiness. Uh, more Disney <laughs> creepiness. Uh, hailing from New York, Mr. Nick Barbera. Hello, I am Nick Barbera. I am the creator, producer, and director of the exclusive The Haunted Mansion Show. It's exclusive on MiceChat.com, and it's one of the many great podcasts that you will find on the website. I recommend visiting it, uh, not just because I'm on it, but there's a lot of great stuff on there as well. So, yes, the creator of the Haunted Mansion show. If you hadn't heard my ghost host impression at the beginning, that is who I am. So. And Slime Beast has done nothing. That's true. <laughs> Aside from written, like, you know, only, like, a good handful of the, probably the greatest creepypastas ever made, but, you know. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> And actually, that's garbage. <laughs> actually, if you guys know him, uh, we've talked to Slime Beast many times before. We've also read his stories, including uh, the infamous fuck. What's the name of your Disney series? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not coming. <laughs> By the way, that was that was my rap moniker. Was the infamous fuck? What's my name? But, yeah. <laughs> What's my name again? What's my name again? The the abandoned by Doznoid series. That's right, and that's yeah. actually one of the reasons is I brought him on for this because we're going to read another Disney story. Yeah. Yes, this uh. So yay! I'm oh, sorry. Yay! Yay! <laughs> sorry, I missed the cue. Yay! So uh, if you guys have not heard before, uh, Nick and I had read uh, Grad Night in the Haunted Mansion which was written by the creator of Midnight Marinara and my boy toy, David King. <laughs> and um, we are now going to be reading the sequel that he wrote not too long ago, actually. This was uh, about, this was in June and actually has gained quite a bit of popularity. So uh, uh, Creepypasta gave it a nine pumpkins out of ten pumpkins. So bravo, David. Yeah. All right. And By now, the way, David is at the door listening with a glass to his ear, if anyone's wondering. I would not be shocked if he was. <laughs> How about that David, huh? I mean, really. What shit is she talking about now? <laughs> you just hear from the hallway, you hear, Ow! I mean, ow! <laughs> <laughs> My freaking shin! <laughs> 
Not again. God damn. I'm not David. <laughs> I'm pasta shade. I just want to clarify. So for and I wanted to bring Slime Beast on this because for the number of times David has commented on your work, I want to hear what you think of his. Oh yeah, he's gonna pay. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you. I I I I enjoy creating revenge against someone that I love dearly. <laughs> and I'm and I'm pretty much here just because canon. Yeah, you're. you're <laughs> we we have Nick to. Cannon? Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon? <laughs> I... I was almost gonna. Hello! Make... <laughs> I was always, almost going to make a joke like, and say, well, Barbera is not, and no, he has no connection to anyone with the last name Hannah. Sorry. Aww. Yeah, I mean, like, everybody has pretty much uh, made, tried to make that connection. When I was a kid, I thought the same thing. I, I was watching Tom and Jerry, at, like, as a kid, and I saw the name Hannah Barbera, and I went to Dad. I was like, are we related to that? <laughs> and Dad was like, no, we're not. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I did the same thing when uh, when okay. I first listened to Chuck Berry. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just picturing Nick's dad is like, no, we're not related to them. Hannah, what's dinner? <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been a big game changer, right? There. I'd just be like, Dad, you lied to me. <laughs> you lied. <laughs> all uh, right. Um, all right. Who wants to start this shindig? Well, we're gonna. Do this, I guess, one paragraph at a time as per usual? Yes. Okay. Yeah, popcorn style, as, as, uh, as has been the phrase that's been coined uh, for undercooked analysis. So, um... Nick, you go first. I'm, I, oh, oh, I, I've, I've okay. just decided I, I, I'm assigning you. <laughs> okay. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well then. Um, okay, so am I starting with, a, like, the note at the very beginning? Uh, it's They'll so start with the oh. URL of the website. <laughs> uh, it's www.freebypasta.com <laughs> slash the dash man dash with dash the dash cane the slash there. Yeah. Okay, if you got all that, great. If not, catch up. All right, here we go. <laughs> all right, I'll start with the, the note. <clears throat> note. This is a follow-up of Grand Night in the Haunted Mansion. It is recommended that you are familiar with the original story before continuing. <laughs> I could have said that in your <laughs> words. So get to it. Read, Go back right now. Read Reading 9.0 out of 10. 178 <laughs> votes cast. Or, you know, you guys could listen to our Undercooked of uh, Grad Night. Yeah, you could do that too, yeah. <laughs> Two hours long, but what the hell? Yeah, it doesn't matter. So what are you doing here? Get get over there. I hate when videos take forever to get to the point, and they end up being two hours long. Yeah. Okay, so what what are people doing for the first few minutes of the video? Jesus. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you start, Slimey? Okay. <laughs> Recently, I read a story posted on a Disney forum I frequent. An account of three friends who tried to spend a night in Disneyland's Haunted Mansion back in the 80s. Since I don't know the author's name or gender, or even if said author is reading this, I'm not sure how to address him, her, or zer. Hopefully, whoever put the story out there in the first place will see this. How nice of you to be kind to all genders, existing <laughs> <Yes>. or not. <laughs> yes. 
And are are we going to be uh, needlessly hateful toward this story, or? Oh no, okay. I, because you, can, you like, can say whatever you want about it. I, okay. I I mean, I'll poke at David because I can. Yeah, I wasn't sure like if I was God, supposed to say. So. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying, like she told me, like uh, for Grand Night, that's kind of like her job. So hmm. I, I it's like ha- clockwork for her to make fun of David and what he does. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to say. Oh, you got a real popping nightlife there, spending your nights on Disney forums. Cool, blimey. What's the Hatbox Ghost doing here? Uh Uh-oh. That show can The the Hatbox Ghost has a Cockney accent? Yep. Yeah, on the show. Oh, that's right! Oh, shit. It's God okay. I, I, prob- I wasn't expecting everybody like watching to get that. So no, that was that, just like, like I, ooh, an opportunity for a joke. I'm going to jump at that. So I, I've been having an off day. I actually turned to Dave and I'm like, how do you turn on computer? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I've been having an off week with uh, a broken down computer that I just got fixed. So I feel you. But... Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll read the next part. Okay. <laughs> I tried tracking the author down, and apparently the story had been posted on several forums and sites under different usernames. I'm not sure when it was reposted or when it originated, nor how long it's been circulating. But regardless, I read it at first thinking nothing of it but a half-assed ghost story. It was well- <laughs> I love how he just rips his own heart out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of, I just love self-referential humor like that. It's just so funny. I, at first I thought, gee, who the hell wrote this? Some kind of mental invalid. <laughs> <laughs> You're not far it's, off. It's oh, like geez. it's like it's kind of it it's kind of like hearkening to uh like uh when you wrote Corruptus and you were talking about like uh, a certain narrator. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my dig at Dead Palette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Dead Palette's dig at you. Yeah, um, basically, and you're just covering up by just saying like bullshit or something. Like I just thought that was so clever. <laughs> but anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, it was well, it was well researched, sure, but there were certain details that were often raised doubts. I almost dismissed it entirely when there were utilidors mentioned, because only Walt Disney World has those. But that was before the prop rooms got brought up. Okay, David, are you doing damage control? Okay. <laughs> he is. No, I, uh, I. When I read his story, I'm like, David, you're smarter than this. Why the fuck did you put the utilidors in Disneyland? That y- you know they're not there. <laughs> That's part of the story, and I'm like, no, no, people, and and of course, people gave him shit for that. Like, there's no utilidors in Disneyland; uh, it's in Disney World. You dumb yeah. shit. Well, it's know. magic. Ooh, A wizard did it. It's kind, of, it's kind of like when Pay people... attention to the man behind the curtain. It's kind of like when people gave you shit for. Um, it's called. It's not called mascots. They're called characters. Oh yeah, uh. and. uh... And the, I think it was like uh, Frontier Town too. It's like I, I I saw I saw like quite a few comments going like that's not Frontier Town. I believe it's called Frontier Land. Ooh. So, this, check your this, was, 
This was during the period of time where it was Frontier Town, and not even the greatest Disney enthusiast knows about that 24-hour period where the name was different. <laughs> and everybody decided to call them mascots. Yeah, the yep. presence of the park was just like, you know what, let's mix it up a bit. We're going to make a day where we just call it Frontier Town. People won't know, but, you know, they're going to laugh when they think back. I like the idea of just one guy running Disney and just being, like, drunk one day and saying, you know what? This is Frontier Town now. <laughs> Next day, he's like, what was I thinking? He gets graffiti and just goes, Shh, town! It's town! <laughs> like, one day he's drunk and he's like, Avatar Land and Animal Kingdom. And then he wakes up the next day, he's like, I didn't do that. Hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Prop. Oh, oh uh, go ahead. Me. Uh, oh, okay. No, it was Slime Beast. Slime Beast. Oh, sorry. Is it a. Uh... If you're going to just steal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So we left off when the prop rooms got brought up. Yes. Hua. My own story had a lot of similarities, and I doubt it's coincidental. Coincidental. I'm not sure how much this will clear things up, but that realization has prompted me to share my knowledge. Maybe get a few things off my chest. I grew up in Orlando and have pretty much... I grew up in Orlando and have pretty much lived my whole life in close proximity to Walt Disney World. I feel so sorry for him. <laughs> no, I lived in Orlando for six months. What a small uh, world. You did. <laughs> oh. uh, 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 no. I I... She lived in Orlando where she was part of the dolphin exhibit, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I was the dolphin. <laughs> my hand is a dolphin. Uh, but even people have told me it's like it, it just like weird shit goes down in florida and it, like weird weird shit and you're just mm. kind of like i don't want to be part of this i think i, I don't really <laughs> want to live here anymore <laughs> well i mean we're talking about the same state whose residents can voluntarily make uh festivist beer can trees in their backyard and let fox news complain about it so this is also the same state that um doesn't allow uh, a man and a woman to live together if they're not married oh yeah they had that here i'm not sure if they get rid of it or not yeah, apparently I, they had uh somebody they were trying to oust from the police department and so all they could get him on was that he was living with a woman or actually it was the woman Really? All they could get her on was that she was living with a man. So they said, that's illegal. You can't be a police officer anymore. Oh, my God. This, this, uh, this, uh, okay, well, let's get let's anyway. back to the story. Okay, uh, sorry. Let's um, not make this. <laughs> my mother met my father while working as a cast member at the Magic Kingdom, and now I work there myself, though I'd rather not say where. For as long as I can remember, I've listened to all kinds of urban myths, rumors, and, oh, and rumors super circulated among cast members at the parks, hmm. mainly through my parents. Mom got her start there back in the 70s, not long after the Magic Kingdom first opened. And in 77, she finally got bumped up from retail to attractions, which she had hoped for since she had been hired. Her first role was a hostess at the Haunted Mansion, a position she was thoroughly enjoyed until one August night that same year when she encountered the man with the cane. Is I'm, I'm just realizing this. Is yes. this a metaphor for prostitution? <laughs> because she was bu it's, getting bumped up from retail to attractions, meeting <laughs> a man with cane, you know? <laughs> Got the pimp cane, you know? <laughs> Working in the quote-unquote magic kingdom <laughs> in the 70s, you know? 
Hey, listen, seventies were a crazy time, man. I mean, they were. <laughs> I, I don't know. The, I think the thing that bugged me most is when I heard she got bumped up from retail to attractions where, <laughs> God, that's the first job they give you is in attractions when you work at Tesla <laughs> oh, Well, then. <laughs> oh, you want to be got hired? bumped off. Bumped off. <laughs> she got, got bumped, bumped down. <laughs> Back in the 70s before I was born, my mom got bumped off. Wait, how does that story make sense? <laughs> Wait, how? Unless I was huh? born in the... Was I? <laughs> what? You are the man with the cane. <laughs> right. Oh no! It was then I realized I was the subject of my story the entire time. <laughs> and then, like, the paragraph just ends with, like, I need to go. I need to think. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh. Okay, what is happening? Uh, yeah. Okay. The way she tells it, she was a little on edge that night. Earlier in the day, a four-year-old boy had climbed over a railing surrounding the Cinderella's castle moat and drowned. It was the first death to have happened in the park's short history. Management tried to keep the incident as quiet as possible, so the other guests weren't disturbed. But word of it quickly spread amongst the cast members, and this was fresh on my mom's mind as she worked the loading area of the mansion. Now, I do gotta say that... Um, in general, like I know Disney is Disney, and you know they got to keep the uh, the magic going in the park because they don't want a big freak out in the parks. But I still, you still can't help but think that yeah, I mean like a death happens and they try to cover it up as quickly as it happens. That's kind of creepy. You and know actually, what I mean? Actually, I heard. Go ahead. I heard that they found that four year old in a puddle by the side of the road just outside Disney limits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was like that when we found him. <laughs> like, he was just, like, the side of the, the highway or whatever. Yeah. There we go. It, was, it wasn't even an inch of water. It's like, you know. Oh, there, yep. I, All I, right, I put like a in charge of cleanup. Who is this? Actually, this is true. Uh, what he wrote yeah. about the kid dying. Right. David actually did research that. and. Oh, I, you gotta make it not funny anymore. Goddamn. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I knew that. That's why I, you know, brought it up. But... <laughs> That's my job. I make everything depressing. No, it's it's okay. Uh, that's fine. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, four year old four year old boy, if you're looking down on this unfortunate. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I got this just got so much darker. Jeez. Oh my God, respect the. Ugh, whatever. Okay. You're just tuning in to undercooked analysis. <laughs> I don't even realize. Sorry. <sighs> I'm sorry. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. Guests would come through from the stretching rooms and board their doom buggies, blissfully unaware that a life had been lost in their midst. See, this is what I'm talking about. Hmm. Like, it's just like they don't know. I mean, again, it's Disney, and they shouldn't know. They're having a good vacation, but, I mean, <laughs> cover-up is very, very bad. Oh, man. I, you know, now I can't even joke about it anymore, so let's go. Yeah, keep I'm going, sorry. keep going. So Your turn. Sorry, this is my fault. <laughs> she was working until late, the crowds getting lighter and lighter as the night dragged on, until they were down to one stretch room. The guests were coming in few and far between, so there were long periods where it was just her watching the empty doom buggies flow endlessly out one dark corridor and down another, listening to the eerie music and sound effects. It was during one of these lonely spans of time that she saw him, 
from around the corner came a doom buggy that was occupied by a man, sitting right in the middle of the car. She described him to me as being gaunt, almost emaciated-looking, dressed in a rumpled suit, hands resting on the handle of a cane set in front of him. He stared straight ahead with pale blue eyes set far back in his head, his expression bitterly grim. He didn't so much as twitch an eyebrow when my mom tried to get his attention, waving at him and saying hello. He just kept staring at some fixed point right in front of him as the doom buggy moves past and on into the rest of the ride. <laughs> it was Steve Buscemi. Oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like... Stevie, I, what are you doing here? <laughs> I just want to hear... <laughs> Riding the ride! Come on! <laughs> Sullivan. Actually, because I know uh, this character is supposed to look like... Uh, uh, the um, hat box ghost. Yeah. Oh, but okay. When I, I, I always wondered, you know, why it went from the hat box ghost to the to a different character, but yeah, it's the same different. character. Yeah. It, it's, okay. Yeah, it's supposed to look like him, but I, um, <laughs> wouldn't Steve Buscemi make a fantastic hat box ghost? <laughs> he actually would. Like Guillermo, you gotta get on that casting. Like, come on. Can you do in the in the Steve Buscemi voice? Can you say? Where's my head? Oh, now it's over here. No, it's back on my shoulders. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Where's my head? I mean, I don't know where the hell. I, oh, there it is. It's back on my shoulders. Oh, look at that. It's. I mean, I've been working on that for a while now. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This All is. Right, uh... This is why I keep voice actors around. This is why I continue <laughs> to date David. I just like. I can tell. <laughs> David, while having sex with David, hey, can you uh, talk in your um, ghost host voice to me? Or not ghost host voice, in your uh, pasta shade voice to me? Come on, baby, you know I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Can't even do that because that would be too weird. Anyway, I just made made Slime Beast and Nick uncomfortable. Yay! (laughs) Hello, doctor. It's been four hours. Good night, everybody. Enjoy the buffet. I'm gonna go. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> I can't even recoup from that. Oh my god. <laughs> Just give me a second. <laughs> Honey, am I supposed to be tied up alone for hours on end? <laughs> the cat's walking on my face. <laughs> Honey, we don't have a cat. <laughs> Oh, God! <laughs> then who was Cat? Oh. <laughs> who was Cat? Okay, okay. Uh, oh, God. Right, right. I don't want that pussy on my face! God oh, jeez. <laughs> I knew it was gonna go there! I didn't know which yes. one of you was gonna do it! Uh. Oh, hey, oh, I used God. to work at Disney World. This, is, this was very common to have things to do there. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Putting your pussy on someone's face. <laughs> that was to do at Disney World. Well, I can't wait for the internship. This is going to be good. <laughs> oh, it's going to be the best time of your life, man. <laughs> uh, there should be something you should note, though. The mini costume is not always being worn by a chick. This I'll is keep true. That in mind. I'll keep... I'm just like, hey, baby. First of all, I want you to take the big head off, okay? I just want to double check. Oh my god! <laughs> What's wrong? But yeah. 
actually one of my favorite uh, favorite. Hey, minis. what's wrong? What's wrong? I mean, I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying to do the best. I can. <laughs> one of my favorite minis that I worked with it was uh, this little person who was uh, who was actually a guy, and he had uh, a stitch tattoo on his uh, ankle that has a guitar. And I'm like, you're a pretty cool dude, man. <laughs> And he just looked like the type of guy who probably smokes cigars at the end of the day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll just take whatever you want. Minnie Mouse, you'll take it. Yeah. All right, here's the head. Go on, have some fun. Okay, um, let's get back to the story. Okay. Kids, you got a lighter. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't right. even know where we were or who was so, reading. Uh, immediately <laughs> my mom. Um, it's like, a, it's, uh, it was after the... Yeah, it's a, immediately my mom noted his car. my mom, yeah, yeah, okay. Wait, right. wait, wait, wait. Hmm? Did we stop there, or did we stop with the eerie music sound effects? No, because uh, I, I, I said the whole okay. thing about... Um, yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Talking oh, about what the guy looked like and shit. Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're so right. really, it's he didn't so much as twitch an eyebrow. Right? Yeah, I passed all that. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so he didn't... Oh, wait. Oh, no, no, it's immediately. Uh, or was it... Oh, okay. I'll we'll just... fix it. We'll fix it in post. Yeah. Well, <laughs> cut to take fifty-two. Okay. Uh, I'll just I'll just start with immediately. My mom. <clears throat> immediately, my mom noted his car number sixty-seven and called the operator and unload on the phone to ask him about the man he had sent her. The operator responded that he hadn't sent her anyone. At which point, both of them became very confused, and mom got a little scared. Together, they got in touch with their lead, and the three of them proceeded to wait at unload for the man to come around. Sure enough, car 67 arrived, but it was empty. Dun, 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 dun! dun. There is no way the man could have sneaked out without anyone noticing. There are dozens of security cameras around the ride that would have caught it. My mom never got to review the footage, and to this day, she's not sure if there even is any. But she's thoroughly convinced that what she saw was a ghost. It spooked her enough that she had a hard time working late at the mansion, when there were periods when she would be all alone and felt as if someone was in the room with her, watching her, and requested transfer shortly after. She ended up on the Tropical Serenade, which is the Enchanted Tiki Room today, a month or so later. Hmm. Um... But Mom was only the first to see this apparition. Stories of the man with the cane began to circulate among CMs working at the Haunted Mansion. And every so often, someone would catch a glimpse of him, usually riding alone in a doom buggy, but sometimes walking in a backstage area of the ride, often only seen reflected in a mirror. He was always described the same way, gaunt, dressed in a suit, sunken eyes, and holding a cane. Some say he's the ghost of Yale Gracie, Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, I'm just dying on my end, it's no big deal. Um, (laughs) uh, Some say he's the ghost of Yale Gracie, one of the Imagineers that built the Haunted Mansion. While others have claimed that he's much older, the spirit of a pilot whose small test plane went down on the land while Disney World would be built on back in the 1940s. Needless to say, it became a local legend among the Haunted Mansion staff, and even those who didn't see him were unnerved that they might, especially if they had to work alone at night. 
All right, now let's take a moment here. What ad do you have next to this on the right? Each person. Um, um, I actually don't have an ad. Ad block? How dare you? I'm, I'm like going up. No. <laughs> Am ads. I the only one with an ad? Hold on. Oh, like on 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 Skype. No, um, on uh, creepypasta.com. Oh, with uh oh uh nothing. I have nothing either. Really? Oh oh oh! If I go down. I have a shocked picture of Wendy Williams that says, Wendy Williams, rumor surfaced. And she's giving like a blowjob type of face. Well, me... I have date Arab women. <laughs> so I will be leaving the call now. Is, it... <laughs> Is the internet listening to us right now with all the jokes that we've been doing? Like, what I, I don't this? remember joking about Arab women. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I don't mean... <laughs> well no i don't but yeah no i have nothing this is a creepy story on itself if i may say so the man who could see no ads well, he must be the luckiest guy in the world honestly because like he goes to youtube and he's like happy and carefree instead of going on like a, a youtube and sitting through like a two-minute ad that you can't skip do but you I have... really have to see another fucking commercial and this is about Pringles? God damn it. <laughs> hey, fatty, sitting alone and watching cat videos late at night. Yeah, go out to the Olive Garden. <laughs> Olive Garden. We deliver now. <laughs> so am, am I next here? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I like how I'm getting the short sentences. <laughs> so, of course, it was... This was all, and I still fucked it up. So, of course, this was all going through my head when I went to work at the mansion myself in the early 2000s. Unlike a lot of people, I've never been a big fan of the Haunted Mansion. Asshole. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, we know who's not welcome in our club. No. Mm -hmm. Though, coming from a Disney family, I know a lot about it. I think the main reason is because I've always felt a bit uncomfortable around it. I blame my mom's ghost story, of course. Looking at the facade from a distance is fine, but from the moment I pass the gates into the line, I get this prick of, prickle of inexplicable worry in the back of my brain. Like that feeling you get when you're in the dentist waiting room about to get a tooth pulled. You know it's going to happen, and it won't be fun. Can we just talk about how accurate that sentence is? What, inexplicable prickle? No, <laughs> the uh, the dentist. Yeah. Yeah, um, I actually like going to well, the I mean, dentist. It's the same sense, but I mean uh, the dentist analogy. Well, you're a girl, so you like things like the dentist and school and all that crap. <laughs> no, no, <me>. not you. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla just said I like going to the dentist so because like... my teeth. Um, I had, well, uh, I had four years of braces and oh. a year of headgear. So as a result, I brush my teeth very well, and I floss, and I do all that good shit. So whenever I go to the dentist, they're like, yep, your teeth are perfect, no cavities. I'm like, great, and I guess we're done here. Awesome. So That's good. Yeah. Plus, my wisdom teeth are now out. I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, No more wisdom. <clears throat> I mean, I'm happy with my um, uh, weird-looking buck teeth, so I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm happy with my teeth, so Aww. never thought I would say that today, but I did. <laughs> so we're saying a lot of things we never thought we'd say today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's what makes it great. Okay. Um, <clears throat> of course, the ride isn't really that scary, but 
but that irrational feeling doesn't go away until I left the area behind. I think that's why I opted to take the position as a hostess in the mansion. Like mother, like daughter, I guess. Plus, I think it had to do with trying to overcome that stupid childhood fear. Uh, All right, so is there something you want to tell us about David, Kayla? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it took me a second to think of what you talked about. Um, Uh, One thing that I should add, though, um, uh, the irrational feeling, I I have to say that, like, I did feel that with the the Walt Disney World Mansion once. Hmm. It was when... um, it was when, like, it was a, a mother-son trip of mine um, quite a few years ago. And this is when di- uh, they were just putting in the interactive queue and all that stuff. And, uh, well, the queue was still being installed. Like, the wall was up uh, where the cemetery <clears throat> should be. And um, I, like, I ride the ride myself because Mom was tired and she knew that... <laughs> Like, I knew the Magic Kingdom part, like, the back of my hand, so she was like, go ahead and have fun, I'm just gonna rest up. I'd just be like, okay. So, so, my last ride of the night was the Haunted Mansion, and I go in, and I'm, uh, you know, I have a Doom Buggy to myself, and I'm enjoying the ride as normal, and, uh, we get to the, I get to the Hitchhiking Ghosts, and I'm like, alright, I can't wait to make room in the Doom Buggy for the <laughs> practical-looking effect to sit next to me in the Doom Buggy and just kind of smile at me. It's gonna be fun. Then I go inside the crypt, I see, like, a ray of light in the upper corner. I'm like, oh, maybe they added more light to the characters, because they looked kind of, you know, you know, I couldn't see them very well. The Doom Buggy in front of me turns around, I see a fake-looking projection of the Hitchhiking Ghosts. Hmm. And this is when they... I didn't know this. Because <laughs> Disney just kind of did this, you know, incognito, I guess. But this was the beginning of, like, all of the blog posts that you saw about, like, how this was a temporary thing, that they were rejuvenating the animatronics and adding new projections in the mirrors. Nobody knew that. So I went in there, and as soon as I saw it, my my, my mouth was just open. Like, I couldn't say a thing. And the mirrors were covered up with a black scrim, and the ghosts were floating in front of me and not in the mirrors because they were working on them. But again, I didn't know that. So I walked out of the mansion with, like, this shocked look on my face, and I was still thinking of the interactive queue and how that crap was going to replace the good, subtle cemetery, and I look at the mansion, and I'm just like, what happened to you? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like, like, looking at, uh, I'm going to go with this, It's kind of like reuniting with a friend of yours that you haven't seen in a while, but he's totally changed. So it was just kind of like, dude, I don't know you anymore. Like, I mean, like, Tim Babb uh, said that, like, in his Kingdom comedy, but he's right. Like, so that's all I wanted to say. I just just wanted to sympathize for a different Now we know exactly why you can only see the man with the cane in mirrors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he's the only one who's doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, okay, rambling done. <laughs> who, who read last? I think this is me we... now. Is that right? Yes, yes it's you. Okay. Anyway, I got the job, and it was pretty normal for the most part. My position in the attraction would shift, being at a outdoor... <clears throat> David, 
<laughs> being a outdoor greeter. <laughs> nitpick, it's nitpick. An outdoor greeter. And Mark, we have our first grammatical error. Actually, actually, I've already found other grammar mistakes Slime Beast corrected. And actually, funny enough, they all popped up when Slime Beast read, but his, I guess his uh, eyes just naturally corrected them. <laughs> it's almost as if I don't look and spot typos in work. Interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have that curse, thing, too. Curse of the writer. Yeah, it seems perfect. And then other people read it. Jam, what's up with all these times? Yeah, I have that impulse, too. I read a grammatical error in, like, a creepy story. And then it, when I read it out loud, I just choose to say it, like, the, the proper way. Because, like, as I'm reading it, I catch it, and I'm just like, eh, 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 shit, okay. And then I go back, and I re-say the sentence. We have to give David a little trouble. I mean, we yeah. have it so far. So. <laughs> so. A outdoor greeter at the mansion. Day. I'm sorry, what? I give him trouble every day. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yes. Okay, we have to get on. our shots in. Mm-hmm. A outdoor greeter at the mansion gate one day. A monitor at load or unload the next. I got used to it after a while. And even started to like the job, despite the nagging tension I mentioned earlier. Don't mention the tension. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mention the tension or inexplicable prickle. (laughs) Otherwise, you're going to go to the dentist. (laughs) That's like the worst children's song. (laughs) Don't cry, don't throw things, or you're going to go to the dentist. (laughs) I mean, it scares them into, you know being, you know, good little boys and girls, so, I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, my supervisor, a senior CM on the ride, was a woman named Karen, and yes, I realize it could be a coincidence, but I'm not sure anymore. And for those who don't get it, Karen was the name of the character in the last story. Who, in turn, was based off of the uh, the char- one of the two main characters in the <clears throat> Haunted Mansion record, the story and song from the Haunted Mansion. So it's kind of like a reference within a reference, really. Inception. Yes. Yeah, it's re- Mansion. Manception. And he told Kayla that she was the inspiration for Karen. Uh-huh. Dear God, no. <laughs> she was the one that basically got me acclimati- acclimatized. Acclimatized. Slimebeast, you're, you're a writer. Is that a word? <laughs> yes. Anything is a word if you use it to mean something. I mean, we've accepted supercalifragilisticexpialidocious in the dictionary at one point, so there's that. Yes, I think do. it's quite atrocious, but <laughs> when you sound when you say it, it sounds quite precocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Bayes also entered the dictionary too, so uh. that's kind of like saying that you know the thingamabob that does the job is bibbity bobbity boo. Got me acclimatized to the ride and became a sort of mentor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, this is serious. All Disney references, by the way, but good. Yeah. Bravo. Thank you. She was a little severe and seemed high-strung. No, no, it may be based off me. (laughs) (laughs) Ha-ha! Like she was always on the alert for something to happen. She'd get on anyone's case if they made a shortcut or anything on the ride, citing safety reasons. But she seemed to like me well enough, showed me some level of concern due to my apparent unease about working the attraction at night. 
I mentioned to her offhandedly once that working the mansion made me nervous due to the stories of the man with the cane. I recall it, it was, I, I recall it was just the two of us standing at the servants' corridor, which is a CM only passage from the load area to the outside, and it was just around closing time. So it was just the two of us in that flickering gloom. She became very interested and asked me a few questions, and I told her my mom's story and how it had spooked me. Mm. She stared at me long and hard as I talked. It was just... <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What? The first words right, that I'm came... Gonna to... I'm going to have to start over. <clears throat> yeah. She stared at me long and hard as I talked. <laughs> what? All right, I'm going to have to keep starting over until you stop laughing. I'll shut up, I'll shut up. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, Kayla, this, Kayla, this is serious. This is a serious <sighs> struggle that she's dealing with. Respect the material. Okay. Starting again. <clears throat> she stared at me long and hard as I talked. It was just starting to make me feel uncomfortable when she said very softly, I've seen him too. Just once. November 5th, 2000. <laughs> long and hard she looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> and long... Oh, yeah, lady! <laughs> lady with the eyes and the looking and the staring at my tuckus. Hello there, cute puppy children with their spooky faces. Hoyle! Oh, my God. Despite... Right, Lyman! <laughs> one of the things I'm afraid I'm someone's going to say to me one day is like, Oh, you have a, such a nice Jewish boyfriend. Oh. Uh, yeah, um... <laughs> About that, uh, despite his hair and name, he's not Jewish. <laughs> oh, Although I gotta ask, Nick, Nick, are you Jewish? No, I'm not. I Damn. was just doing, uh, what, you wanted me to be Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, sorry I disappointed you. <laughs> Nick, you just threw off their quota. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming Sly, out of the group. Beast, are you Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm leaving the group. I'm nothing. <laughs> I'm nothing. I'm nothing no. either. I'm just. I'm slime beast gin. I uh, I worship Cthulhu. Ooh, Cthulhu. Cthulhu. <laughs> Cthulhu's on first. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Aww. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on second? Great Haster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> End of sketch. End of sketch well, right that's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's next? Uh, you are. Oh. It's, uh, she didn't elaborate. She didn't elaborate. Didn't expand on anything. Before I could ask her any more about it, she changed the subject to the task at hand for us closing the ride and walked away. I never did get a chance to broach the subject again because she seemed to be all business following our conversation. You got another short one? Damn it! <laughs> I'm not sure why I didn't look up the date she mentioned sooner. I guess it never crossed my mind. Oh, I thought it was Slime Beast's turn next. <laughs> oh. You were no, wrong. It was your turn, Nick. Sorry. <clears throat> well, now I'm going to have to start over. <clears throat> oh. God damn I'm it. Not, I'm not sure. It's... <coughs> Pardon me. Oh, start over, please. I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with my throat. Okay. I'm not sure why I didn't look up the date she mentioned sooner. I guess it never crossed my mind. 
Not until later. In bed. <laughs> After that. By Disney. This just gets worse and worse. After that, Karen <laughs> seemed to take an odd interest in me. Hmm. She had some measure of clout with the rest of the cast and got leeway to go through plenty of backstage areas. So she started showing me all of the various nooks and crannies of the haunted mansion. Very de- deliberately pointing out details like a tour guide. I got to learn the ins and outs of the attraction fairly well and even had a chance to walk through the entire thing at one point with the lights on, thanks to Karen. In a way, I felt weirdly, weirdly accepted, almost initiated. It's hard to describe, but I was grateful anyway. This is getting into some weird territory here. I didn't know this was pornography. <laughs> I, I, I was trying not to laugh. Because that would meant that slime beast would start over. So <laughs> I just kept it. I kept it inside. I, I just kept. I couldn't. I, I'll only start over if Kayla laughs. Oh, okay. <laughs> asshole! <laughs> All right. Which brings uh, me to 2004 and the main reason I tell this whole story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've been at the haunted mansion just under a year by that point and my initial worries and irrational fears had finally begun to subside. I hadn't seen anything out of the ordinary during my time spent in the attraction, whether on set or backstage. Any notion of real ghost sightings was just the occasional in-joke between CMs, and I even wondered if my mother had just made it up to scare the people that worked with her and had had stuck around as a local legend since. If that's true, her, his mom's, or her mom is kind of an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Should that be the case, of course. Mm-hmm. It was a February night, and I had just come back from my last shift of the evening. I was assigned to load area, wait, to the load area, and the crowds were relatively sparse, since it was around parade time, and the route at Magic Kingdom passes through Liberty Square. Those riding either had no idea it was happening or ducked in to take advantage of the lull it caused. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a parade going on. Yeah, shut up, kid. We gotta get in this freaking ride. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's me all the way. Like, um, I love a good parade, but, I mean, that's when the lines for most of the rides are, like, you know, oh. at a minimum. So I just, like, hop right on, and I'm just like, all right, there's less people here, more for me. No, I do the same thing uh, at Disneyland. It's like, Come on, let's. We gotta get going. Why don't we want to watch the parade? No, fuck the parade. We, we, it, <laughs> Space Mountain is only ten minutes. We gotta. Come on. The only time I've been on a ride uh, completely to myself, like queue and everything, was uh, that same trip with my mom, and it was uh, when I had my uh, pirate hat on and I wanted to go on Pirates of the Caribbean. And uh, it was just around closing time, and uh, yeah, again, everything. I was by myself from the queue area right to the to the boats. I, it was it was just me. I have yet to do that with the haunted mansion, which I would love to do. That would be so cool because then I bring my camera and get like a whole bunch of angles and stuff. That's... Make sure it's the camera obscura. Yes, Ooh. I will. I will be sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to get every nook and cranny that I see. Yes. Maybe you'll meet Maybe Karen. Maybe you can meet Karen. She'll show you around. Yes. Oh, she'll initiate you. 
And then again, she might be a lesbian. That's true. Well, yeah. Sort of like David. Okay. <laughs> that's the <laughs> disappointment. It's like the end of it all. We're just, oh. Uh. <laughs> well, all right. Um. And the thing is, up till this point, we're getting into all the setup, basically, of everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sort of the backstory of, you know, how this person came to work there and how, you know, they have the backstory of the attraction. It's it's like backstory within backstory. Yeah. Now, my question like... is, guys, do you think it's too much backstory? Well, I was just about to say that um, I personally think that it's enough backstory to not sound like a book report. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, um, I mean, knowing... Uh, I mean, us knowing David, you know, he's like, we know he's like a big, uh, like, Disney geek. <laughs> That's him or me, and we're both, we could both go on tangents forever about, like, the history of Disney and what have you. And, uh, but what I like is that, um, in these stories, like, he gives, like, a fair amount of, uh, of facts about the setting that these stories are taking place in. Again, without sounding like uh, an essay that you hand into your uh, high school teacher. Well, see, the thing is, you, you can't just spring the man with the cane on people. Mm-hmm. It has to be in a pill, you know, for people to take. You know, you can't just say, hey, everybody, have you heard about the Haunted Mansion? Some people say there's a man with a cane on the rides. Anyway, I was working there, and he has to form that, you know, in, in a... He has to, like with a dog, he has to put it in a ball of food for us to swallow it, you know? <laughs> no, he has I... to put it in some hamburger for us to <laughs> take Yum. the pill. Mm, hamburger. Or in this case, he has to get the uh, <clears throat> the water temperature just right, just to, to a boiling point, just before he can get the pasta in. That's right. There you go. And, and uh-huh. the thing about, like, uh, the man with the cane, like, he does introduce him... Uh, like near the beginning of the story and then in between bringing him back it like it again it's a fair amount of like uh further events that happen which is fair enough to keep like the the idea of the man in the cane like still ringing in people's heads but not like too soon you right. know what i mean so so i like that yes yeah, i I, agree. I have no idea who's reading what now uh i think it was um I think I think it's uh, Kayla. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I had, I had grown pretty accustomed to being a grim, spooky maid by now, since the Haunted Mansion is the one attraction where CMs don't have to smile. I escorted the few guests that came through into their doom buggies and walked the moving conveyor belt at an easy pace. The people coming through gradually became fewer and fewer, which seemed odd considering it wasn't really that late at night. <clears throat> and then the inflow stopped. There was a good five-minute stretch after I sent the last couple of guests along where no one came down the corridor. Just me, all alone, with the constant loop of familiar haunting sounds and the never-ending line of doom buggies. David likes the word doom buggy. <laughs> I noticed I noticed that that is used a lot. I know that that's the term for it. Yeah. But I think I think we have a fan of Doom Buggies. <laughs> I think we have someone who likes Doom Buggies. Well, he is yeah. a fan of the website doombuggies.com. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, so this, really, is, this is absolutely oh, wow. true. So really, this is a subtle way of saying, I love doombuggies.com. The uh, next story, the third 
installment is just going to be, my name is David, and I've always wanted a Doom buggy. I've hoped that someone <laughs> on the internet would send me one. <laughs> but then when I got oh. it, it was possessed by the uh, the cursed uh, uh, tribal idol or whatever, Shriki Udunu or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, if, if someone of the dwarves, no. <laughs> if someone sent him a doom buggy, he would he would be over the moon. I could actually fully say that. Actually, remind wow. me to do that for hmm in in upcoming anniversary slash birthdays or anything like that. I need to get him a doom buggy. Oh, that would be cool. Okay. Okay, your turn. Uh, uh, Beastie. Yeah. I started to get that itch of worry again as my mom's story popped back into my head. But I tried to push it down. Another couple minutes of nothing, not even another CM to accompany me. Usually there's more than one of us in there. And I really started to get nervous. I was just reaching for the little shortwave radio we kept on hand to communicate when it crackled to life, making me jump. It was Karen's voice on the other end. I am at unload, she said. It was hard to tell over the crappy receiver, I think, but I think she was standing on edge. Keep your eyes peeled. For what? I asked. Last I checked, Karen wasn't on duty and unload, or on the ride in general that night. Even before she responded, I had this terrible feeling I knew exactly what was about to happen. And I looked up as she said something else I don't really remember. There he was. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a frightening thing to see at <clears throat> night. No, really, really, it would. <laughs> I loved you in Fargo. <laughs> Just like in my mother's story, he came gliding down the line in a doom buggy that should have been empty. Thin, near-skeletal hands folded on the head of a black cane, a dusty suit, and a face that reminded me of some scavenger bird. He was so still... He could have been a statue, apart from the fine, wispy hairs on his head. Nothing on him moved. He didn't blink, and his blue eyes didn't even twitch. It was like he was boring a hole in the back of the car in front of him with his gaze. Wait a minute, I thought they said he was alone in the car. What? Wait, what? I... With his gaze? <laughs> Oh! <laughs> I love making stupid jokes. God damn it. <laughs> now it's a party. <laughs> now it's a party. <laughs> Alright, here we go. <laughs> he's just staring forward because he's like, if I don't look at the. <laughs> <laughs> David, I hope you like this episode of Undercooked Analysis. <laughs> you got a lot to work with, buddy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> now I was on the verge of panicking. Seeing yep. a childhood terror. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? No, I was just. It's just like after we talked about all that, and now you say, now I was on the verge of panicking. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> You just, the car went by, and instead of the spooky music, I heard. <laughs> Honestly, I would panic too, because, like. Oh, am I back at the gay club again? Oh. <laughs> oh my god. No, because I was, I was in a. 
the Disneyland Haunted Mansion with my dad and my best friend. And uh, we were in the foyer and we thought we were going to be, you know, just the three of us in this riot alone. And then this group came in and they were breakdancing <laughs> during, during the Ghost Hotel. And I'm just like, you need to get what? that out right oh, now. Oh, man. So it's kind of like that. <laughs> That's like a creepypasta in and of itself. Yeah, seriously. Suddenly, everyone started breakdancing but me. I don't know what happened. An elderly woman threw down her cane and was doing the robot. <laughs> but who was get down to get funky? <laughs> now, I was on the verge of panicking, seeing a childhood terror before my very eyes. I stumbled back as the car passed me by, wanting to run, but fighting with the logic that this was all definitely some elaborate prank. The man was lifelike, sure, but he was way too still to be real. It could have been some old animatronic from the Hall of Presidents, for all I knew. Just made scarier and set here to freak me out. I mean, hmm. I certainly didn't feel that way, but my brain was going a mile a minute, and that was the best explanation that came to me in the moment. Wait, a mile a minute? Isn't that slow? Uh, well, I think... I... It depends how you drive. <laughs> <laughs> My calculations are correct, Marty. Oh, boy. This baby hits a mile a minute. You're gonna see some serious shit. Now can you do Doc Brown going back in time and trying to tell Hitler to rethink his life? Hit off! It's never going to work! <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. It's going to be terrible for you. <laughs> All right. Um... Just let it go, man. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I, whoever out there is an artist, please draw a picture of Hitler in an Elsa costume. Dear <laughs> God Almighty, please do. Now David is going to get that in his email and go, "What the hell were they talking about?" <laughs> Okay, um, but yeah, no, uh, what I was going to say, like, um, <clears throat> hearkening back to the story, when it when it was a sense where, like, it could have been some old animatronic from the Hall of Presidents, like, dressed up uh, the way that she described it, right. I I had the visual of that, like, um, I mean, like, it would have been, like, a ludicrous prank for cast members to do, but I can just see, uh, like, the... Like, uh, because of how lifelike Disney tries to make their animatronics, like, I could see that being a creepy image, because it's, like, it's it's barely visible, and there's, like, very little lighting in there, and, like, the doom buggy turns a corner, and you see, like, this, um, this lifelike figure, like, it, it could have been from the Hall of Presidents, oh, because of how serious they looked and dressed up looking like this, and that could, that could freak me out. Actually, in, in all honesty, the part when he mentions, like, oh, they got someone from the Hall of Presidents, I'm like, that's a bit far-fetched. I would more easily believe that they that an actual guy is sitting there, just a regular cast member, rather than someone actually went to the fucking Hall of Presidents. Oh, yeah, that's true. It could be, like, an old decommissioned prop, though. Yeah. Yeah, but even... I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm just sort of... And given like how rubbery the skin is, like one could one could tell. You can you can see how that. I mean, it doesn't say the skin's rubbery or anything in his work. Well, right, but I'm just saying, like in general. 
Yeah, that's, that's kind of a creepy image. I think the thing I worked in costuming, and um, I did see the decommissioned um, like props and shit like that. And but the thing was, there's no way you can reach them. They're like all uh, either in a locked room or they're at the top of um, uh, uh, like on, on top of this really high shelf that's like there for decoration and shit. Mm-hmm. And when I mean high, I mean like really fucking high. So right. what you're saying is that magic did it. Yes. Uh-huh. Magic put the Hall of Presidents animatronic there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I can understand the reference because, uh, you know, once again, it's you know sort of referencing another attraction. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of you know on the meta side of things. You know, it's you know referencing another Disney attraction to you know sort of root it in the uh, mythos of the park, you know? Yeah, and not only that, but, like, a lot of people have made the joke, like, even cast members have done it, like, um, <clears throat> like, they made the joke where it was, like, uh, the Hall of Presidents was scarier than the Haunted Mansion because, yeah. of, like, <laughs> because of, like, how boring it was. Wow. Um, and also given the fact that, you know, the Hall of Presidents is in the same area as the Haunted Mansion, so, mm-hmm. like, as far-fetched as it is, at least the animatronic is from an attraction in the same area, so... That's true. That that, that kind of harkens to it. But okay, okay. Um, I don't know, just something I thought I'd throw out there. The moment passed off. Wait. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I just, I'm just not uh, speak English good talk. (laughs) So. The moment passed, and off he went, without a glance in my direction. I watched it go with my heart going crazy in my chest and Karen shouting at me over the radio for confirmation. I picked it up and choked out what I'd just seen. There wasn't even a pause before she responded. Get in the next car. Now. Don't lose him. We got a runner. (laughs) (laughs) It's Lincoln and he's trying to escape. (laughs) I just want to see Karen go all Tommy Lee Jones from the fugitive. We need to ch- need to check every outhouse, farmhouse, mouse hole, <laughs> house of mouse, house of mouse, and we need it to be done now. Check Pluto's doghouse. <laughs> and all the while, you see flashes of like Abraham Lincoln in a doom buggy. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln is standing atop a waterfall and he goes, I freed the slaves. And Tommy Lee Jones goes, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit, you're a damn robot. Get down. I'm I'm not the man with the cane. I don't care. (laughs) The man with the cane. Oh, really? The man with one cane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Now, what's that in your hand? (laughs) Damn it. Surprisingly enough, I did just that. I was maybe two or three buggies back from the one I had seen him in. But without even thinking, I hopped on the ride and let it carry me into the depths of the attraction. I hissed to Karen that this had better be- not be a prank or I swear to God I'm going to report you because this isn't fucking funny. Whoa. <laughs> she kept assuring me it wasn't, which didn't help, and that it was important I watch my surroundings and not lose him. She said she was keeping tabs via the security cameras. I like that assurance. No, it's not a prank. It's a spooky old man who appeared. Oh, sure. Relax. Oh, sure Relax. it is, Karen. Sure it is. 
Calm the fuck down. I'm laying this on the line, and you better listen to me. <laughs> okay, um, the ride carry-on is normal. Just me and a possible ghost somewhere in an endless line of empty clamshell cars. You know, your normal stuff. Hmm. <clears throat> Nothing happened as I went through the library, the music room, and up the stairs surrounded by cobwebs and giant day-glow spiders. I recall gripping the safety bar tighter than I ever had on any roller coaster, looking around every side to make sure I saw him coming. Proper no, I did not relish the thought of seeing him suddenly loom out of the shadows around me if he somehow slipped out of his doom buggy. Mm-hmm. I gotta so he's say, got a car chase, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, though, like this, um, <clears throat> because, like, this this room, which is which was uh, nothing but darkness and the and the giant spiders, I think this is the perfect room for him to uh, say this kind of stuff, like the thought of him looming out of the shadows. Because um, uh, for those who don't know, if you ride the ride now, uh, you leave the music room and then you see like Escher's staircases going in all sorts of directions, and it's all done with uh, a bunch of projections and mirrors and uh, a giant set. Really cool looking, but before that, it was just, yeah, again, it was just darkness and a couple of giant spiders just shaking in their webs as you're going up, and that was it. And that was very creepy, and I remember seeing that as a kid and freaking the hell out because I'm deathly afraid of spiders. Like, it's... Duly it's, noted. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that noted for future reference. It's, it's, um, no, no, it's, it's, it's just terrifying to me. So, um... Yeah, so by using this original state of this room and using that setting to, again, describe uh, the idea of the man with the cane just kind of popping out out of nowhere and, like, scaring the crap out of you, that that's 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 a creepy thought. I like the fact that this has become sort of a car chase, too. And I'm, like, thinking <laughs> to myself, God, this, this makes <laughs> driving Miss Daisy look like bullet. Jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Who got oh, the that reference? Is... Anybody? Anybody? I know what Driving Miss Daisy is. No, <laughs> but do you know where the line's from? Oh no! Yeah, okay. It's from, it's a Mystery Science Theater three thousand joke. Oh, okay. Right. That makes sense. <laughs> I forgot which movie uh, they were riffing on. It was, Mitchell. but I I oh 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 Mitchell. That's right. Okay. I just... uh, okay. Sorry. Keep continue, oh. please. Okay. Ask uh, my but oh. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. You're right. As my buggy. God. Sorry. Welcome to Undercooked Analysis. (laughs) We're professionals. Really. What's the name of the Skype group? (laughs) The Welcome Committee? No, no. The professionals. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a new... Eh, whatever. As my buggy reached the top of the stairs and turned to face the endless hallway, I caught sight of a figure in the shadows behind the floating candelabra, and my heart went into my mouth. I opened a door on the left-hand wall and slipped inside, closing it behind. In the same instant, I thought I heard a strange bellowing sound that I could only discern because it wasn't part of the normal attraction audio. I relate this to Karen. Get out! She responded quickly. I'll be right there! God! So Karen is Batman? <laughs> Where are the other ghosts going? <laughs> she went from Tommy Lee Jones to Batman. <laughs> are you not going to follow me home? And the ghost will follow you. Swear to me! 
Uh, I wonder if the main character's name is Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, don't go to the room. It's not uh, worth it. Uh, when you do your Batman voice, do you put your tongue on top of your mouth? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah I'm Batman. I'm Christian Bale. Oh. Oh, good for you. Who How are was you? it? <laughs> Who are you? I'm Bruce Wayne. Wait, shit. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... Alright, I, I gotta save my voice because it, it's already starting to hurt. In hindsight, I feel stupid for just doing what she said. Yet I got out anyway, pushing up the safety bar and stumbling onto the floor. I figured this would trigger the sensors and force the ride to stop on an alarm, but everything kept running. They must have been disabled, I realized. The man had apparently got out, too, without setting anything off. Ooh. By the way, Kayla, insider information, is there any explanation for certain themes that are present in both Grad Knight and Men with the Cane? The roar, the drownings. I mean, you don't have to tell us what it is. It just would be interesting to know if there is. Yeah, because I remember David telling me that, you know, there's like something behind oh, okay. all of this. And he wasn't going to tell me because, you know, he's he's a teaser like that. <laughs> it's okay. He teases me too. He hasn't actually told me anything. Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I don't get any special treatment either. And honestly, I like it that way because, like, oh my god, he's got me excited. <laughs> Stay tuned for part three: Grad Night in the Man with the Cane. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just realized how dirty that sounded. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> That's why I was like, "What a night." Anyway, um, I think that's me, right? Yes. Uh, or is it? Yes. Okay. I stood for a bit at the entrance of the hallway, too scared to go down it, but eaten up by not knowing what was happening. I'm not sure where the courage came from, but when Karen didn't show up right away, I got fed up and moved down the hall toward the candelabra, pushing past the thin black scrim that gave the corridor its misty quality. The endless effect of the hall is created by a large mirror at the far end. This close to it, I could see my opaque reflection walking to meet me. Most of the doors down there were facades, and I was never shown a backstage entrance from this area, so I had no idea what to expect. I turned and tried the door I thought I'd seen open, the one closest to the mirror, which proved to be fake. I tried the one to the left of that and got the same result, which confused me even more. I was so certain it had been the furthest door. My hand was already on the next door's handle when a beam of light came bobbing through the scrim, and Karen stepped through, flashlight in hand. I immediately rounded on her and demanded to know what the hell was going on. I was scared out of my mind, so it probably came out more pleading than angry. <laughs> he me rounded on her. <laughs> what? I roundhoused her. What did I... Ra Ra what did did I say something else? No, 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 no. You said it completely correctly. I just oh, it's more. David's... I thought I said okay. I thought I said something else. It's more like <laughs> David's word choice. Okay, I rounded on her and sized her up. <laughs> when she comes running through with the flashlight, though, I really wanted the line to be "Get to the chopper <laughs> now." Well, I was I was thinking more like Mario. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger to as Luigi. <laughs> We're just I'm in that Arnold Hunter dimension. Karen, uh, <laughs> Karen just sighed and shook her head, 
He pushed, pushed past me and turned the handle on the door. It opened onto a stark, narrow stairwell leading down and to the right. By the way, I do like the idea of seeing someone go in the door and it's one of the fake doors there that's just for show, you know. Yeah. And and the fact that, like, the man with the cane went through that fake door and then they tried to... And then uh, the main character tried to open it and, like, it didn't work. Mm. Like, I love that. It's like his way of going back into the mirrors or some such. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> you know this right just as well as I do, she said, looking back at me. Did you know this was supposed to be here? I shook my head. No. Good, she said, gesturing for me to follow her. Uh, neither did I. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to protest as she started descending down the stairs, and followed only because I didn't want to be left alone in the corridor. Why would you stay in the <laughs> corridor? You're trying to yeah. chase down a fucking ghost. Oh, you know. Well, see you later, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck down there. Yeah. With the ghost. <laughs> Karen seems. I'm going home. Screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> the one voice I can do is South Park voices. That's <laughs> it. I'm going to get through late. Well, sorry, Kayla, you just lost. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you guys are not going to try to read me, are you? What? <laughs> I'm, I was trying to do butters. I think my butters is off. No, I know. I got that it was butters, but it was just <laughs> like... The the line you used, like, right after that. <laughs> That's what threw me off. It was like, wow! I did wow. not expect okay. that line. Didn't no. know it was that type of show. <laughs> Welcome to Undercooked Analysis. Karen seemed oh. pretty stoic, which was some small comfort as we went down the darkened stairs, her flashlight showing the featureless gray walls and dirty black steps. It wasn't a very long stairwell, but I was sure it would take us below on ground level, making a possible access to, making it a possible access point to the utilidors I didn't know about. I mean, you aren't they in Florida? Yeah. How the fuck does she not know about the utilidors? Maybe it's because I mean, like, um, I used them. Actually, you got me. I don't know how. I, I used them constantly when I worked there, and I didn't even work in the Utilidors. It, yeah. it was just like, that was the place to go to if you work in the park. Mm. I mean, this place has a cafeteria with a um, subway. There's right. this, You could actually, that's where you clock oh, in. I understand. What? She doesn't know about the access point. Oh, uh. Oh! Uh, we but we were both off with that. <laughs> David, David, I accept PayPal. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> there should have been, there should have been. I'm sorry. Okay, grammar, grammar Nazi. There should be, if if that's the case, there has to be a comma after point and comma after utilities. Fuck you, David. <laughs> wow. Damn it. wow. Why don't you tell us how you really feel? I mean, goes that just... 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> to PayPal. <laughs> um, okay. But I love how uh, this is all like a uh, buildup of hearkening back to grad night where they opened the door and it was that staircase that led downstairs again. You know, it's just kind of like, oh, here we go. You well, know, it sort of does support the idea of uh, somehow the ghost of one of the Imagineers being involved. 
Because yeah. a lot of the anomalies have to do with design of the uh, structures and facilities. Mm-hmm. I actually, I, I've read the story a couple of times already. I never thought of that. That's actually a really mm-hmm. good thought. And the thing that's really uh, <clears throat> getting me creeped up about this uh, this hallway that they're eventually going to go to um, is that like I always picture it like uh, because of this stairwell, I always picture this room being like in a place that's almost the same level as the Utilidors, but deeper. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just feels like with the darkness and unease and, like, the fact that it's kind of in this underground uh, secret area. I don't know. I just feel like that's that's the, that's the creepy vibe that I'm getting from the description. Like, it's something that's just kind of, like, left to the side underground. It, like I don't know. Like, this unknown... I'm just rambling now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and read my paragraph. <laughs> no, no, keep going. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, like that's just kind of a yeah. Again, that's just kind of like uh, what I thought of this. Um, <clears throat> what I thought of this area, anyway. But we'll get to that when we do. All right. Go ahead. I had so many questions, but most of them went unsaid because I felt this tense urge to be quiet. Not just from Karen's body language, but the faint sounds I heard coming from the bottom of the stairwell. The best way I can describe it was the bellow I had heard before. This wheezing keen, like a person doing a bad impression of a dog's howl. I know it sounds dumb, but it was so out of place that it gave me chills. (laughs) Guys, what was that? (laughs) Let me check my window. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, howdy, neighbor, you know. Hey, diddly, diddly. You guys aren't God even in it. the same states. At some point, I'm going to find a voice that he can't do. What I'm going to reference something, and he's not going to come back with the exact voice of the character. <laughs> I think this is going to be the biggest challenge tonight. Well, we'll see. I can't wait. The sound stopped just as we reached the bottom. The stairwell ended at a utility door marked with a sign. Mask uh, cast members <laughs> only. No, 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 you got it wrong. It's leading to Frontier Town. <laughs> uh, to the gauntlet of depravity. <laughs> Basically. Welcome to Treasure Island. Oh. Oh, don't oh. do that. <laughs> <laughs> Mascots only. Thank you. <laughs> Karen hesitated, and I think I saw her visibly shudder as she opened the door. Not once did she look back at me. This is why I tell this story. The hallway past the door was almost identical to the one described at the Disneyland mansion. It was a long, straight passage lined with doors, themed just like the hall above, with the demon eye wallpaper and flickering candles. And just like the other story asserted, The doors all had plain white signs mounted on them, marking them as prop rooms. Now, if I if I recall, David did mention that this was a reference to um, one of the drawings of um, Rolly Crump. When I remember him saying something like that after after I talked with him about this uh, about the story. I just can't remember what the rendering was. 
I can't either. But I know he, he, this is a reference to one of Rolly Crump's, um, who was actually one of the uh, creators or uh, people who worked on the Haunted Mansion, one of the Imagineers. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look this up now. <laughs> All oh my right. God, it's gonna kill me. To not, but Keep... yeah, all right. Well, we'll get to that when we do. All right. I also think it's interesting that it took until this point for the character say to say, "This is why I'm telling the story." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that what is somebody eating their microphone? No, no, that was just me. I was just typing up. Oh, oh. Wow. I thought you were. I thought licking your microphone. Uh, no, I love the uh, story. No, I have like a. I have like a one of those um, rubber uh, keyboard protectors because a while back someone like spilled a drink on the keyboard and it was a mess. So I got it for future reference. That's why it sounds more unusual than you know. Than, the typical you know. click click click. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, but yes. So now it is my turn, I believe. Go yes. ahead. I say almost because looking back and comparing accounts, there were two main differences. First, the hall had eight doors, compared to the six at Disneyland. And instead of the hall ending at another utility door, it was a dead-end wall, with a mirror in an ornate oval frame hung on it. At the time, I was more confused and unsettled by that fake-sounding whine that seemed to come from down the hall. Karen (coughs) Karen tensed and started marching along, ignoring the closed doors. Hesitantly, I reached for the handle of the first prop room, but Karen said, Don't bother. It's locked. I couldn't take it anymore. How do you know I cried? What is this place? Why are we here? Karen looked over her shoulder at me, and she looked weary and grim. I don't really know, she said, but we followed that thing down here, and I want answers. I need you to watch my back. See, she knows more than she's saying. Yeah, she does. Cause yeah. How this f- is the same fucking Karen, I'm sorry. <clears throat> oh, from the last yeah. story, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, she knows all about this place, but she keeps saying, I don't know where we are, but I know all this stuff about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, I think, I think, okay, so here's my theory. Karen kind of like a dist, uh, distanced away from the author of Grab Night, obviously. And, but during that time, she also wanted to figure out what the hell they experienced that fateful night. So by so by doing so, when she moved to uh, Florida, she, uh, she decided to be willing enough to take the position of a Haunted Mansion cast member because she's thinking in the back of her head that maybe what she saw is in this one, too. I would I actually would take so, that a step further. Yeah. The first story. Grad Night in the Haunted Mansion is written by the narrator who is writing the story and posting it around trying to get in touch with Karen. Right. Trying to meet back up with her. Mm-hmm. In it, he says that he might be ready to go back. What if Karen and the original narrator are both working at Disney at this point and I... trying to figure things out? So but like, we're just seeing Karen's part of the story. So, like, more of the... They've already seen some of the mystery, and they say, well, let's see how far it goes in terms of Disney World now. Yeah, I mean, it could yeah. be that they moved... You know, they went to Florida and, you know, got jobs to look into exactly what is going on with the Haunted Mansion attractions. Mm-hmm. And what if part three... 
It's going to be in, like, either Paris or Tokyo. (laughs) (laughs) What if part three brings us back to our original narrator, who explains, I met up with Karen again, and we both got (laughs) jobs here. She disappeared, and I'm looking for her. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Whoa. Hello? Guys? Playful spooks have interrupted our undercooked analysis at Midnight Marinera. Please remain seated in front of your laptop. We will continue our episode. Previously on Undercooked Analysis... Oh, is Kayla gone again? Well, not again. Looks like we're going to have to figure this out ourselves. Welcome, right? foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. I can't do it. Oh, no, it's the demon who's eating a big Subway sandwich all the time. While reciting the haunted mansion. Oh, no. All right, who's next? All right, um... I think I read the... Uh... uh yeah, it, it was you that read uh, the I don't really know, she said, but we felt it. And I think Kayla, either she did read that way, she said that thing, or... Oh, we oh, were... oh, no, I didn't, because, uh, yeah, he oh. just said that, so now I say the way she said that thing. Oh, okay. The way she All said right. that thing stuck out to me. I assume she meant the man with the cane, but she didn't refer to him as him. Ooh. It's, a, it... it's a transgender. Oh, then it hit me that the shadow I'd seen in the endless hallway might not be what I thought it was. That recurring howl startled me just as I thought of this. It was louder than before and even more plaintive. I peered down through the flickering gloom and saw the door closest to the end of the hall was slightly ajar. Oh, uh, shit, here we go. When is a door not a door? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, um... Kayla! Kayla, it's your turn! Karen! Karen pointed her flashlight! (laughs) Karen pointed her flashlight in that direction and started walking quickly, making me have to pick up the pace. I almost slipped on a wet patch and realized the whole floor past prop room one's door was damp, water having been soaked into the thin carpet. Strangely, there was no mildew smell, just something chlorine-like. If you've been on any water rides at a Disney park, you know the smell I'm talking about. Okay, so, again, water. Mm -hmm. Like the constant drownings. Yeah. Hmm. Um, And water being reflective, like a mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is getting way too deep. Like a mirror. (laughs) Um, yeah, something's, something's going on here. There's these... definitely a connection between the deaths and... Yeah. And that's definitely a for sure thing. There's a connection between whenever someone dies at Disneyland, or Disney World, and when the ghosts appear. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, we'll get to that when we do. Um, we pretty much made a beeline to the open door. Some parts of this hall were not li- were not yeah, were not up to the usual Disney quality of repair. 
Besides the wet carpet, there was an empty space for a candle sconce beside prop room four, a bunch of exposed wires poking from where the fixture should be. Karen only stopped once, a tentative lead test. Oh, sorry, I read this wrong. Karen only stopped once to tentatively test the handle on prop room seven, which was locked. Water leaked out from under this door, and I figured this was the source of the soggy floor. Hmm. Sexy. Hmm. <laughs> I'd ship it. <laughs> Karen in the door? No. <laughs> that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Prop room eight was open just a crack. Not enough for me to see what was in the room. Karen turned to me again and held up a hand, a clear sign that she wanted me to stand back. I wasn't about to argue with her because I really didn't want to be the first one to open the door into that dark room. She stepped up and opened the door very, very slowly. The hinges made no noise, no, no the slightest. <laughs> well, no, the hinges, they made no noise, no the slightest creak. <laughs> <laughs> she opened it just enough to peer in with her flashlight on, though I couldn't see anything with her bulk blocking the way. Wow. Whoa. What? Oh, I can see anything with her bulk blocking the way. Well, oh, wow, narrator, you're kind back. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when you just, yeah, that's that's just wrong. <laughs> I kept. Looking... She was fat, in case you didn't know. <laughs> she was still in her Minnie Mouse costume. <laughs> Actually, the Minnie Mouse costume isn't that big. God damn it. <laughs> well, that joke, that joke didn't work. <laughs> um, I kept looking back fr down from the hall where we had come, just feeling like I need to make sure nothing came up behind us. Oh, then while I was turning my head... I'm sorry. Then while I was turning my head to look, the howl happened again. So loud, so close, and with so much more whining agony, it nearly gave me a heart attack. I had a moment to realize it had come from the room Karen was looking into before her body suddenly jerked forward into the darkness like she had been yanked off her feet and the door swung closed. Oh, this is scary. Karen was adorable. <laughs> All of her bulk disappeared into the door. <laughs> Without a trace. <laughs> All I saw was her gigantic lard ass disappearing <laughs> beyond the frame. Oh my god. The hamburger fell from her hand. <laughs> Remember, folks, it's not that kind of creepypasta. <laughs> anyway. I freaked out and rushed to the door. It wouldn't budge. The door was locked. I pulled and tugged at the handle and kicked at the door while screaming for Karen. My adrenaline level was so high I couldn't even think about, about trying something more logical than that. I just knew I had to get Karen, because I suspected something horrible was in that room with her. Something splashed on the soggy floor near me, and I felt drops of water spray my ankles. I froze, my breath catching in my throat, and looked. Nothing was there, but I swear I saw a depression in the damp carpet right near me. Ooh. Glancing down the hall, I saw the only empty corridor we had come down, but movement in my periphery made me look the other way, 
toward the mirror on the wall. Okay, guys, I gotta get going. I gotta go make out with my boyfriend. Damn it, his talent! What? <laughs> oh, I thought you were actually gonna go. <laughs> It's like, okay, this is the end of it. I'm I'm joking. He's not that talented. That's why she disappeared from the call earlier. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right, that makes makes sense. All right. (laughs) She was like, I have to go go make out with David. Uh, It it could take any amount of time. I'll be back soon. It was like 12 (laughs) seconds later. (laughs) 12 seconds later. Well, that didn't last long. Well, now that's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. The man with the cane stood behind my gaping reflection, so close that he could have rested his chin on my shoulder. At that same moment, I felt a cold breath on the back of my neck. Oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> so I, I completely... Should... <laughs> Maybe I should leave uh, Nick and David alone. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I will need about, um, let's say, like fifteen minutes. <laughs> wow! Aww. Nick, minutes. can you do Kayla's voice? Uh. <laughs> All right, fine. Oh. You win. Oh. <laughs> yes! Aha! I found one. Yes! <laughs> you finally got one. I completely panicked and bolted down the hall, pretty sure I screamed the whole way. I shot up the steps two at a time, nearly tripping on the skirt of my uniform as I tried to put as much distance between me and the man as possible. Soon I had flown out of the door and back into the endless hallway, and I turned to run through that artificial darkness. Or would have if I hadn't turned the wrong way in my blind terror and collided with the full mirror reflecting the hall. <laughs> Dumb shit. Doom. Okay, that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of, I, I like that because it's kind of like a, it's a creepy pasta, but that kind of adds like just a smidgen of like uh, uh, of humor in it as well. Because like she was so freaked out that like her mi- uh, her mind was going in like a whole manner of ju- directions. She didn't even know where she was going, and she kind of like collided with the mirror, <laughs> like on the other side. So and that's such a David thing to do. It's like, okay, we're in the creepiest moment. Let's add something tongue in cheek. Yeah, that is true. Behind me, in the reflection, the old man with the cane face palmed. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> when I came to. Several of fellow CMs were huddled around me where I had sprawled on the floor. I was disoriented and sick with dread and can barely explain to my concerned rescue party what I was doing there. They told me a guest riding the ride had seen me lying there and had asked when they had added a dead body to the attraction, which brought them to me. Checking later confirmed I had been unconscious for several minutes. I'm just picturing, like, a five-year-old kid just going, like, Mommy, what's that? It's nothing. The, Shut up, sweetie. And the parent just going, like, Oh, they, uh... <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, Jim. <laughs> See, I pictured Jam. a five-year-old kid going, Mommy, what's that? And why does it feel so squishy? <laughs> <laughs> Can he breathe? <laughs> she, actually. Oh, she. Mommy, where do babies come from? <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, what's this 
what's this body doing here? That's the stork, honey. We're moving on. <laughs> Actually, my mom was very clever. She said, oh, babies grow in mom's tummies, and then they um, pop out when the, uh, the time is right. I didn't question it after that. I was like, okay. Works for no. me. <laughs> well, Kayla, have you seen the movie Alien? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly like... how babies are made. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> It's not By the way, the mother, my but... mother had the genius to see the movie Alien in a drive-in theater when she was pregnant with me, late term. Yes! <laughs> Wait, is that true? Yes, that is true. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> great decision, Mom! <laughs> god, that is so... That's just, the, the circumstances of that are just like... <laughs> they're too much. Oh, um... Okay, so uh... now it is me, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. I was whisked off to get first aid, unable to get a word out in time about Karen and the hidden corridor, dazed and confused as I was. Thankfully, my run-in with the mirror had not done any long-lasting damage, either to myself or the mirror, though I had suffered a serious concussion and was forced to take a leave of absence to recover. I would say that's pretty serious, but not long-lasting. Yeah. yeah. When I re- returned to active duty at the mansion, the old feeling of unease was in my gut, again, stronger than ever. The first day back, I was so on edge that I would jump at the slightest breath of cool air or sound of my name being called by another CEM. Everyone was really kind and welcoming, but I came I know I came off like a nervous wreck. Karen was conspicuously absent. Of course. <laughs> I started asking about her right away, and the other CMs said they had no idea where she'd gone. Word was she had either transferred or quit, though no one I spoke to had seen or heard anything concrete. Management seemed unable to give a straight answer either, since they claimed didn't know. Wait. Since they claimed didn't know. David. (laughs) Damn it, David. I don't know. Like, I, I maybe that was his intention, but I'm no, just... no, it's not. That's a typo. Okay, all right then. It wasn't then. Everybody makes typos. <laughs> uh, uh, then you know what? I'm gonna read it like, you know, it like uh, the, the the proper way, I suppose. Just pretend he, he actually it's he didn't fuck up. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> Management seemed unable to give a straight answer either, since they claimed they didn't know. It was like she had vanished completely. Hmm. Mm. Almost as if she had been pulled into a door in front of your eyes. By a howl. It's Hmm. almost like Karen in the last story that suddenly disappeared and decided to go away from the world. Hmm. Hmm. Although maybe the third story will be about the guy that, uh drove off and nobody saw again. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like the third oh. story is going to bring back a lot of, you know, what we're not seeing, you know, like, in terms of what has happened between the people. I don't know. Well, the third what? story Just... hasn't even been written yet, so... Yeah. Well, right, but, I mean, but... it seems like it's almost setting up something. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, but, right, no, but, no, Slime Beast has a point. What if the third story is in the viewpoint of Mike? Because now we heard the viewpoint of the first guy and now we're hearing the viewpoint of, of like the side of, of karen now what uh, like what's gonna happen to mike Aww. like i mean like of course depending on which version of red knight we're focusing on like the one where he lashed out and his folks took his stuff and left or that he just disappeared and he never turned up but you know i 
I'm, I'm just assuming things. So, I guess. Assuming makes an ass out of you and Ming. Yep. <laughs> so now this is me, I believe. Yes. Yes. Frustrated, I went back to the endless hallway after hours and tried all of the doors along it. All of them were stuck tight and appeared to be facades. Blueprints and layouts I managed to procure after... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> procure after revealed no sign of an access point from that scene to anywhere else. It made no sense. I could tell by the end of the first day the other CMs were thinking I was a basket case. I could see it in their sidelong glances. One of them, a friend of mine, who I'll ask... Uh, who I'll also leave him anonymous, said he had no reason to blame me and said everyone just felt relieved I hadn't died too. Hmm. That gave me pause, and I asked him what he meant. By the way, does anybody picture him in a Guy Fox mask? What, it... what the narrator, or...? No, the the Come friend on. that we shall leave anonymous. <laughs> we're we're I... gonna just, like, have him wear a Guy Fox mask and... <laughs> Yeah. So, hold on, now we have to, whenever he talks, he says, Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you're not Karen, she disappeared, sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, sorry, Karen, you're tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Alright. Okay. Here's again, Slimey. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, no, I was wrong, it's, it's Slimey's turn. He seemed surprised. See, this is what happens when we don't have David to keep meticulous, <laughs> meticulous track of exactly what everyone should be doing yeah. at all times. Which is hysterical, because for- he was like, God, Kayla, I have a lot going on. And I'm like, maybe you should get a planner. And he's like, nah, I can handle it. <laughs> and then later on, you know, Kayla, I might just get a planner. No, you think? <laughs> Not like you're working, hosting a podcast. Yeah, trying to do, do 20 million things at once. And don't searching for the Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, we do trying that. To, trying, trying to get a food truck business going. Searching for this underground place in the haunted mansion. I mean, come on. It's Refereeing like... roller derby. All right. <laughs> Fighting fires. <laughs> Fighting fires or lighting fires? Uh, I prefer fire. <laughs> you know. I prefer, I prefer fighting, because I, I just want to see him in a Smokey Bear costume. <laughs> <laughs> fighting a fire in an actual Smokey Bear costume. <laughs> ah, ah, oh. Only you could prevent forest fires. <laughs> he seemed surprised I didn't know, but explained that night, oh, that the night I'd gotten hurt and Karen had retired. Another CM had been in, ac- in an accident backstage. The man, dressed as Pluto, had been struck by a parade float and killed. Now, this is the this is not a water-related death unless you include the word float. Yes. <laughs> Those working outside had immediately gone into damage control mode, halting the parade and keeping things as quiet as possible to the guests. Yeah, it's a, it, honestly, you know how they say, like, oh, Disney knows how to be hush-hush? That's not always true. There, There's things that they're like, okay... Shit's going down. We need to stop it. Like there, uh, I actually had a friend who um, worked on the Main Street Electrical Parade, and he fainted while doing the parade. And um, he was—I'm uh, not sure if you've ever seen the Main Street Electrical Parade, but um, do you know the um, uh, the Cinderella float? Yes. 
he was working he was holding up one of he was one of the guys holding up the canopy so I, I, oh. imagine him falling down oh thinking. my god yeah that there was no way to hide that do, do you know, <laughs> do you know what they did I, I don't, I wasn't, I didn't see it. All I heard was, oh no, someone fl- fainted. And I'm like, wait, who did? And they told me, and it was a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine. I'm like, oh my God. And I was more freaked out about him fainting. Oh my God. Ins- instead of, um. That's nuts. That's kind of like when, uh, a few summers ago, I went with my dad and my sister to see Casey and the Sunshine Band in concert. And one of his backup. I did not expect no. that name to pop up. <laughs> no, but like one of his one of his backup singers like just up and fainted on stage. Hmm. Like in the middle of their song. It was ridiculous and they stopped it and like they dragged her backstage and whatever and then all of a sudden the lighting changed to like a single spotlight on on Casey and he's just like it's all right. That happens sometimes. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, excuse me. <laughs> We're going to no. need a volunteer from the audience to take yeah. this. <laughs> I'm just like, no, we're going back, and we're going to, <laughs> we're doing this again. <laughs> so I put in a transfer request the following day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Thing is, throughout all this, I worked to convince myself that everything I had experienced that night was the result of my head injury, weird dreams and hallucinations I had while I was out cold or semi-conscious. Coupled with the short-term memory loss, I had to, because for a long time after, I couldn't bring myself to look in a mirror, out of fear I would see something behind me that shouldn't be there. Even now, it sometimes makes me uncomfortable. I gotta say, I'm actually in, like, I actually really love the bravery of this narrator, believe it or not, because, like... And, like, she did put a transfer request after, like, all the shit that she went through in the Haunted Mansion. But either way, it was still a transfer request. Like, she still worked at Disney. It's not like, you know, um, uh, like, uh, some creepypastas about working at Disney out there where, like, they see some weird, crazy thing happen and then, like, they quit. You know, that's kind of, like, that's kind of become the go-to ending. You know, Mm. here she's just kind of like, look, I, I still worked at Disney because I want to get to the bottom of this or whatever. You know, like, she she has a lot of dedication, and I gotta, like, applaud her for that, honestly. Davidina? Davidina. Yeah. Divine? Divine. We got it. Divine Queen. Oh my Divine. god, that actually fit way too perfectly. <laughs> By the way, not being able to look in a mirror for fear of something behind you that shouldn't be there and makes you uncomfortable, are we sure that this character isn't based on Kayla? Because I feel like she lives no, I, in that I, I hell was, constantly. Actually, to be honest, um, I as a girl, I would feel horrible if I was afraid of looking in the mirror because... As as someone who does have, I mean, my I have a my hair is not long, but long enough where like if I don't know what the fuck it looks like, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks like a greasy mess or like someone disheveled it. If I don't keep like keep it up, it's the same with like you. I need I need a mirror for makeup. I need uh, a mirror to make sure like my clothes look good. I mean. 
uh, I am still a very feminine person, and she either maybe needs to not give a shit about what she wears <laughs> or what she does or how she looks, because that would be just awful for me. I'd be like, okay, so now, so now here's my question. You look in the mirror, and all of a sudden you see the man with the cane right behind you, and he's close enough to to make you feel his breath on your neck, but your makeup doesn't look good. Oh, I'd fucking run. I don't would give you, a shit about my makeup run. at that point. <laughs> no. What I'm... It's just something No, no, I am not that obsessed. Now, I, what if... What if your makeup didn't look good, but the man with the cane behind you, his mouth just drops open, and without his mouth moving, you just hear, You're beautiful! <laughs> and he's just trying to reassure you. I'd be kind of like, the fuck? You're beautiful, it's true. So, fuck, is this me again, or is this... Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was the only logical explanation I could come up with. The only way I could convince myself to keep working at Disney World. And it succeeded. Made perfect sense. I do take a little issue with that, because why did you run into the mirror full speed running down a hallway? You know, like, how would you explain that? <laughs> if you thought, you know, everything was made up in your head? Mm-hmm. I have to pick at something. There has to be right. something. Yeah, no, no, that's no. Fi- that's fine. <laughs> that's what that. That's what the show is for. I mean, you know, come on. The story is great. The story is amazing. Shit, let's find something. <laughs> this is yeah, awesome. No. Fuck this. I need to find something to pick at him. Um, yeah. And tell I, feel... I read the Grad Night story. It sucked ass. <laughs> oh my god. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, I'm. I find myself most of the time being like David's kiss ass right now because I can't help it. <laughs> this story is really good. Like, okay. Um, Actually, now I, I, this is what I like about this. <laughs> Nick's just like the sweetheart who's just like, "Oh, David's so wonderful." And I'm like, "Okay, what can I do to?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm just too nice. I'm sorry. And then Slimepiece <laughs> is just like, "When can I put in the next joke?" Yes. Come on, peoples. Listen, give me a bad movie and, like, Cat in the Hat, I'll critique the shit out of it. You give, you give me this, and it's just like, yay! <laughs> I love everything that happens. Okay. Now it's all come back, nagging at me, telling me everything I saw and felt that night were all too real. Putting all of this down has only helped refresh my memory, and it scares me. I keep glancing over my shoulder, worried that I... S- Worried, I'm going to see the gaunt visage of the man with the cane standing there, staring at me. I also keep thinking about the way Karen jerked through that door, like something had grabbed her and pulled her in, along with her lard ass and her hamburger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the way, grim visage, or gaunt visage, come on, purple prose. Purple pros. <laughs> Everybody point a finger at your screen. Purple pros. Uh, David, uh, I mean, this is definitely part of his writing style. Um, he does like descriptions. He yeah. likes to have that flowery, flowery language. And I mm. believe one of the reasons why is um, he, him like me, uh, we both read Frankenstein um, by Mary Shelley multiple times as English majors. And we both agree it's a good story. But it is a bit purple prosy. 
Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, you know, people, I'm sort of making light of people who care about purple pros. You know, like, <laughs> you know it doesn't fucking matter. Well, then Font then, visage is a cool term. Well, the, you know, well, Get over it. Yeah. Well, then in that case, uh, here's a stupid question for me, because again, I'm uh, like a writer of a show, but I'm still like um, kind of new to the creepy writing thing. You can judge me all you want, but what does purple pearls exactly mean oh i'm so sorry sweetie um it's a a type of flower (laughs) (laughs) so uh the term purple prose means when it's very flowery language basically like overly descriptive um so you know uh stories where this they will just describe the setting for pages and pages oh okay that's purple prose okay i uh Okay, that makes sense. And a lot of people take issue, like, in Creepypasta, where it'll be something like, you know, I was a logger out in Canada for most of my life, working with my hands and, you know, cutting down lumberjack trees. Dan, lumberjack Dan! Yeah, Lumberjack Dan. And then later in the story, the same narrator who said that will say, As I glanced into the deep, staring eyes of the your wraith before me, I felt, you know... And it's like people go, that's not how a lumberjack would talk. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, you, you're just trying, okay. to, you're trying so, to write a good story that people enjoy, you know. So pretty much like fancy descriptions. Yes. Really. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. I'll, uh, I'll, keep, <laughs> I'll keep that post <laughs> in case I ever do want to <clears throat> publicly post a creepypasta out there. Okay. I just want to, I just want to clarify that, and, you know, so that I know. So thank you. Um, eh, no problem. Okay. Dun, dun, uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the more you know. Uh, oh, is this me? I, I'm. I think it's me. Oh, go, yeah. Oh wait, no, no. I'm wrong. <laughs> it's slime beast. Who is it? <laughs> I'm not sure how much this will clear up, but it needs to be done. Something bigger is going on here, hidden under both haunted mansions in both parks. I would go so far as to say something evil. You think? <laughs> and with everything in mind, I've done research, compared to pa- accounts. Because, you know, death isn't evil. The day my mom saw the apparition, someone had died. The date Karen men- had mentioned, November 5th, 2000, another in-park death. This one on Splash Mountain. And someone else had been killed the night I saw him. With that last in- accident in mind, by 2004, eight people had died on Walt Disney World Resort property. There were eight doors in that hidden hall. Mm, the props. Ooh. Oh! The, the author in the Grad Night incident described a fatal accident happening on the same night. Looking that up, there were six deaths at Disneyland, counting the one as of 1983, and six prop room doors mentioned. I fully understand this is speculation, and the whole thing could be coincidental, but at this point, I don't doubt it. I understand now why Karen rushed over to the mansion when she heard someone had died. She put the pieces together. She knew, somehow, the man with the cane would appear. Who he is, what his role is, and what he wants, I don't know. Is he anything like the hatbox ghost at the Disneyland mansion? I have heard Disney is putting back old Hattie into the attraction soon. But I get the feeling whatever they add won't be what those three kids saw backstage in 1983. That's really the worst part of it. Not knowing. Or the not knowing. 
all of this just raises more questions for me. And the only reason I haven't left WDW is to keep my ear to the ground and hope to get more information. I owe Karen that much. All I can say is I have a feeling that if someone manages to find either of those hidden corridor doors right now, beneath their respective haunted mansions, those gloomy hallways will have grown much longer and have more prop room doors. Credit you- to Cracked Mac. The author also produces a <laughs> podcast called Midnight Marinara, if you're curious. <laughs> Midnight Marinara homepage, Midnight Marinara at YouTube, Midnight Marinara at SoundCloud. Rate this pasta 9 out of 10. Midnight Marinara page. is a might monthly podcast written and produced by David King. <laughs> a might monthly podcast? I know, yeah, what was that? I, I totally just tripped on my tongue there. <laughs> I told you, I'm not a voice actor. All right, boys. Not only can we make fun of typos while making typos ourselves, we can also make fun of people misspeaking when we <laughs> speak ourselves. <laughs> what did you guys so, think? This is a talent of ours. Um, again, I am in love with this little uh, series man. that David's oh. doing. Uh, <laughs> I what? am in love with this man who wrote this series. And oh no, yeah, yeah, him too. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> You're in but love no. with him too? No way. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know. Um, but no, uh yeah, no, I'm just like really loving this little uh series that David's doing with uh the Haunted Mansion because again, it was th- what I was trying to say earlier about like the location of these secret rooms or secret corridors or what have you. The more I thought about it as we were going along because to be honest, I I, I was just blabbering. I wasn't really that clear. Um Maybe I'm thinking that this is a part of the Utilidors that were just kind of, like, left there. Like, they're not even connected with the with the Utilidors at all. They're just kind of, like, a separate thing. Like, maybe one of the Imagineers was building something, and it, and it hmm. something went haywire while making the Haunted Mansion. And, and then, like... Yes, again, something happened, and they just kind of left it there. Or, ooh, actually, okay, something else came <laughs> up as I'm thinking about this. To, uh, to the, further, I can to see fur- the cogs in Nick's head twirling. <laughs> I actually, in my mind's eye, I just saw Nick sit down in his office chair onto something. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, I mean, the camera's not on Skype, so, but it, whatever. There. So you're just seeing a skeleton just staring at you. But no, um, but uh, yeah, there's something else. You, there's this, uh, the thing about the Haunted Mansion when they were making it, when they were making both, was that they kind of knew that when it was going to open at Disneyland, it was going to be like a star attraction at Disney World too. So while they were making the scenes uh, for Disneyland, they were making duplicates at the same time. So maybe around the same time they were making this hallway, they were like just kind of willingly making a duplicate going like, oh, okay, well, this will go here. But both of them were just kind of left alone. Hmm. It's like, I don't know, like there's something there. But that's that's just like one (laughs) of many spontaneous theories that I have for this uh, secret corridor. Have very extensive knowledge about the Haunted Mansion. I would not be surprised if he if he thought about this and considered this while writing a story because you can obviously tell um 
that he put a lot, a lot of time and effort into this. Oh, God, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, that's the thing about these stories is that there's no fat on the stories. Mm-hmm. You know, even the things that seem like non sequiturs, you know, that's still, you know, that serves a purpose of, like I said, putting an idea in an, in a capsule, you know, for, you know, to deliver the idea of the entire thing. When somebody's telling you about their mother working at the park, it specifically is to get to the man with the cane. Yeah. You know, there's no flab on the story. You know, I, lo- I like my flab. <laughs> you know, when I write stuff. I will put in things that have absolutely nothing to do with stuff. And then I, you know, listen to the complaining like it's music when people say this isn't related. But, um, you know, th- this is a very tight. These are very tight stories. Right. Like, you know, there's no there, there's no point where you're reading it where you feel like your time is being wasted. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, what I also love about these is that um, it coincides to uh, uh, what Kayla thinks a creepy pasta should be. This is something that you know is fictionalized, but it's still something that, through a suspension of disbelief, could happen. Mm. And by David strewing uh, sewing this all together with like real rumors and deaths that have happened in the parks, like the man with the cane. Uh, like the whole like uh, the narrator's mother seeing that you know that was true um, that there was a worker who was working the loading area alone and she saw a guy in the same description mm. and she called up uh, unload area and it's like did you send me anybody and they said no we didn't like that was real mm. um, and uh, you know, all so the- you're calling David a plagiarist <laughs> Basically, I mean, we kind of jumped the gun in my point there, but uh, <laughs> more like he has way too much time on his hands. Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, a grad night in this, they like really fall into that uh, description of what a creepy pasta should be. It's it's the it's like suspension of disbelief, but it only goes so far that you still believe that oh yeah this this uh th- this could have happened hmm. you know, with all these facts behind it so right like I, that's why i just love them so much well i think that you know in terms of what we think about maybe the any theories behind it mm-hmm. i think that it's interesting that in uh grad night he brings up the fact that, you know, they used actual skeletons for props. Yeah. And mm-hmm. got rid of them, supposedly. They, You know, he says in the story they supposedly sent them back to their place of origin and they got proper burials. And then he Sort turned- of almost alleging maybe that the bones are actually still in a prop room. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that people are being... Uh, whenever somebody dies in the park... There's like this conduit opened to a strange area with prop rooms, you know. Mm-hmm. It you... maybe you know has that thing of you moved the headstones, but you didn't move the bodies, you know. Like yeah, <laughs> have you? Got... You know, like maybe the the dead are still you know distraught and offended, you know, down beneath you know Disneyland or Disney World or both. Yeah, right. you know, residing in a proper room that's yeah. maybe been closed off in the utilidor that isn't used anymore or something. And this is like where they go. Yeah. 
Well, the and it's like that thing. There's always room for one more, you know. Oh, and David somebody always... dies and they collect them. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, David always did find that idea interesting. Like, um, because uh, <laughs> Walt Disney did say um, once uh, for all those. Those there's a joke like for all those who died in the park, they now have a place to go to when they pass away. Hmm. And I think David, re- I think David's playing with that idea. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And um, have you have you guys seen uh, the cabin in the woods? No. Don't yes. you dare say shit. I need to oh. see that movie. <laughs> okay. That is like one spoiler. Of the... There's a cabin. Fuck. In the woods. <laughs> okay. Then never mind what I was going to say. Then. Uh, Slimey's probably already guessed, but uh, I, I can't say anything. Uh, uh, whatever. But um, so that kind of took away what I was going to say. <laughs> um, but Maybe you could. Well, you can't even phrase it differently now because it's going to be a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So I'm just giving up right here. Right. Forget Cabin in the Woods, but yeah, theoretically. Just... And yeah. then you just explain the ending in a different way. Yeah, no. <laughs> but just, yeah, even just as a story, it. as an, it's a it's a really good creepypasta in general. Because it is, like I said, it does sound like something that could happen. But not only that, it's different from that typical, I like like you said, Slime Feast, I did this, and then, um, and then this happened. And like, it goes straight to... It's there's usually not a lot of build up, and it just goes to straight right. to what happened. And then same with what um, actually Nick said later on, um, how some people say. And then I quit. It, there, you guys have read enough creepy to know there is kind of a structure. And although David sort of falls yeah. it, it still feels unique and different. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah, like again, like any other narrator would just feel like I saw. A, uh, I don't know, like a. a Sacrifice Doc with the top hat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw like a, a sacrifice ritual happen beneath Disneyland, and I quit right afterwards. <laughs> you know, it, it's just kind of like mm, it's just kind of. That's what anybody would do, and I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that kind of contradicts with, you know, what the realism or yeah, what the realism is. But you know, with this one. Again, you got to applaud this woman's like uh, bravery about it. She just kind of thought that it was, um, you know, that it was just her mind playing tricks on her, and she kept on working for Disney World for a while, and she probably still is. So, you know, so um, you know, I like that unique approach because, like, um, I mean, she still did something, like she transferred, but but it was it was still enough. For it to not just feel like, you know, the anticlimactic, oh yeah, I quit, like, the the next, like, day afterwards, or whatever. Right. And worked for Universal or Six Flags or something. <laughs> I, you know, and, or it could have been, like, the ending of a lot of other creepypastas where it says, and then I died. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like what we were doing. And it was all probably, a dream. It's like we were joking about earlier, it turns out I'm the man with the cane. Boo! <laughs> You know, it's not that, which, um, which I love, so. And it, it keeps you guessing and wanting to know more, which a good creepypasta should. Yeah. Like, right. just, it, it's like, um, it's like what the narrator herself said. It's, it's the unknowing. That's the creepy part. Mm. Now so, that's. Go ahead. Uh, and, and, and. and uh, that was about it. I mean, <laughs> that was, it, it was... I, I was going to say, we've gone on for over final, uh, two hours, so uh, any final thoughts? Yeah. 
Final thought on my end, David, we know what you're doing with part three. We know it's going to be Mike. Hurry up and write it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, watch everybody watch this, and then, like, they the third one comes out, and they read it, and they're like, oh, my God, Nick was right. <laughs> and, like, uh, honestly, that'd be kind of kind of funny <laughs> just be like well um, oh well um, okay <laughs> hashtag nick didn't do anything wrong <laughs> yeah all right and, uh, yeah so uh oh and also um uh, after reading the story again to, to uh i read the story a while back to like prep up for uh for this undercooked analysis but um reading the story again and like um writing a whole bunch of scripts for uh, the Haunted Mansion show, there might be room for the men in the cane to make a cameo or two. Because mm. now this story has got me really thinking about, like, because, um, I'm going to sound like I ramble again, and I'm sorry, but I, like, I just love talking about this stuff. Um, I feel like uh, with the show that I do, uh, I, I've told Kayla and David this before, but um when i did the when i started work on the haunted mansion show i didn't want it to fall under the kind of scary and funny that the movie did where it was just like oh here's a creepy visual now look at eddie murphy smiling and making it bad <laughs> so you know, so basically you didn't want it to be both not scary and not funny yeah pretty <laughs> <laughs> Basically, sorry. The scariest thing in that is looking at Eddie Murphy's career, but yeah. Aww. <laughs> yeah, basically. Sorry, Eddie and Disney. But um, you're not wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, when time came for, like, um, I don't know, like, Madame Leota telling a scary story or seeing this character with a tragic past, I want to show that, you know, a scary story can be a scary story. And you don't need to have any gore or blood or, like, you know, any exploitation to make it scary. But, like, a, a, a perfect scary story to me is something like uh, Sleepy Hollow. I'm going to go with Sleepy Hollow. Where, like, uh, Ichabod Crane is being chased by the Headless Horseman, and the next thing you know, he disappeared, and it's left ambiguous. Was it Brom Bones just dressed up and got him to chase, just chased him away and he moved away? Or was it really the Headless Horseman that spirited Ichabod away? You know, it's just something like that. And, like, when I come across characters in the Haunted Mansion that uh, deserve that kind of feel, I just try to, I try to keep that feel in there. While also, like, uh, having, like, the Hatbox Ghost come up and, like, you know, you know, say his, like, funny shticks and stuff and, and, uh, just kind of balancing that out, um, which is very difficult to do because, again, this is a Disney property that, you know, we're dealing with here, but, um, it, it's still very fun. And, uh, you know, so with the man with the cane, I personally still feel that, like, this is a character that I could put in this show, but I could treat him very seriously. You know, like, not give him, like, uh, like you know, a tiny voice for a funny effect. You know, none of that. <laughs> it would be funny on paper, but I personally don't think it would be funny in an episode. You know, so, um, and the fact of the matter that this this is the ghost of a real-life person that lived at one point, so... 
you know, that's also another thing that um, I have to watch out for. But now I'm just rambling at this point, and everybody wants to go home, so... Now, I got a question. Would you put negative Mickey into your show? <laughs> well, I'll have to sign a waiver with Slime Beast for that. <laughs> uh, you can look forward to my two-hour video. <laughs> this podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.